This is a HeadGum Podcast. Uh, it's funny because I really wanted to see The first one I liked. Uh, didn't know they needed a second one. But the fact that Denzel did a sequel is crazy. First sequel ever. No. This is his first sequel. First this sequel is his done. first sequel? First sequel he's ever done. Holy crap. Why do what you think? It? What are we talking about? Equalizer 2. Wait, can you hear us? Yeah. Say again. What is it, though? The Equalizer 2. Oh, the Equalizer 2. This is Denzel Washington's first sequel? First sequel. First sequel. That's almost wow. unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm just thinking about all the other movies he's done. But yeah, none of them have sequels. Because Denzel is the king of generic action movies. But because it's Denzel, they're always elevated. Yep. So, you know, you've yeah. got movies like Safe House, Two Guns, The Taking of Pelham 123, uh, Deja Vu, uh, Man uh, on Fire, uh, Book of Eli. Book of Eli. But that, was that so funny? Book of Eli, was that based off of somebody, something? I don't think so. That was a Two great. Guns I, was. I love Book Two of Guns Eli. was a comic. Oh, wow. What's really? so funny is that those movies didn't start till he was older, though. That was all like right. 2000s. Right. Yeah, like it's like when yeah, he, but won- he was in like Virtuosity. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah, he was in like The Bone Collector and. Yeah, true. Uh, he, I feel like Denzel is the most underrated action hero. I, I, I love, I love. Because he, he does, he does it. So many action movies. But when you think of action stars, you don't really think about Denzel much, but he does so many. Because he's not running and jumping off of stuff. Right. Like, Denzel is just slowly walking. <laughs> like, he's like, cool and calm. Yeah, and yeah. like, you want to see some explosions, but he not even no explosions. Yeah, like, he... he ain't no, doing... he has movies where there's explosions. Uh, Man on Fire, baby. Man on Fire has so many explosions. Man on Fire has, like, an explosion. I'm talking about explosions. I mean, no, he's not, he's not running and... Yeah, he's not running and... Diving from an explosion like this, it was just a slow, calm. I mean, he has a lot of go- a lot of shootouts. Oh yeah, tons of shootouts. My favorite is uh, there's a moment in Safe House where because he's kind of he's he's the bad guy. He's kind of the bad guy in he's Safe the bad guy. House. Like yeah. he's like not a, not like the right. the bad bad guy, right? Or no, he is. He though. is. He is. And there's Ryan that Reynolds moment. Is the good guy. There's that moment where he like. He's just like, why? Like, Ryan Reynolds is like, where is he? And he just like walks down the hall and just like puts the guy, the gun like to his side and like just nonchalantly just like pop, pop, pop. And I was just Yo, like, he's, what is He this? is a badass. He is like, remember, the man. Um, man, he, man, Deja Vu. There was another movie, the, um, I like Deja Vu. The one where he's like, he's like running away from people. Like, he like stole money or something. Do you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, stole money. He like, you mean goes to an island? My favorite, no, is my it favorite Denzel movie? Out of time. Out of time. Oh, out of time. I'm talking about my favorite. <laughs> wow, <laughs> out of that's time. Your favorite Denzel. Of course, it's, of course, out of, time. of course. James is like that's his favorite one. That's one with um, Sanaa Lathan, right? Yeah, yeah. It's Sanaa Lathan, and she is like tricked him into thinking that she has cancer, and she he uses drug money that his. Like little uh, police department uncovers Dean Kane drug money to help her. Dean Kane yeah. is in that, but the yeah Dean Kane is the is the guy is the guy who her her bad husband who she's who she makes Denzel think is like mistreating her. Ah, uh, oh my god! Wow. All right. Well, 
But yeah, Equalizer two. Uh, I wonder why that's the re- why he also. Do you know this was like the first? Um, this was the first weekend where eight of the top ten uh, box office uh, were sequels. Oh really? <laughs> well, what was in eight of the top ten? It was like Equalizer two, Mamma Mia Incredibles two, two Mamma Mia two, Hotel Transylvania two, Ant Man and the Wasp. Two. Incredible. The first Ocho Transylvania Ocho 3. Ocho Transylvania is the third one. The third. Yeah, that's uh, the Jurassic uh, World. Oh, yeah. Good goodness. <laughs> Man, Skyscraper is not doing well, though. Yo, Skyscraper. That's the other thing. We d- that's the other thing we got to talk about. Dwayne Johnson. I think, yeah. I think he's but doing I just too think many it, movies too quickly. Honestly, can I just say, I don't think that. I think Skyscraper is just a, was just a terrible idea. Rampage is him yeah, I mean, and a giant monkey. But But Rampage is like... Giant monsters tearing up the city. That's interesting. Like, a tall building is not Yeah, fun. and it was inspired by a movie that people know. So people are, like, interested. Or, you mean a video game? Like, people... What did I say? Movie? Yeah. You know what I meant. <laughs> oh, I, I meant you, video game. Oh, I thought you were talking about... I, I actually kind of wanted to see Scott Scraper because I love Die Hard. Like, Die Hard is one of my favorite action movies. Right. But it wasn't... But it was, like, an homage to Die Hard. Like, if it was... A reboot of Die Hard with The Rock as Bruce Willis's character. Oh hell yeah! I think that movie would have made a lot of money. But they I, did it. They tried to do yeah. a new thing. I mean, I and think it's doing okay, but it costs too much to make. It costs one hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Did it? And I do not know why. One hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Wow. I mean, I well, that's a big. It. You know, that's a big skyscraper I had to animate. You know, isn't it like CGI? I mean, I, it's got. I guess. I will say this, though. There's, I think, a Vulture article that talks about it best. I think The Rock needs better directors. Yes, I, I like that. I think The Rock that. needs yes. better he needs, directors. He, he, of course he needs better directors. And, and why wouldn't he want to work with... Because like, I think we were talking about this. Didn't we talk about this a little bit the other... Did we me talk you talked not, not on the podcast. We weren't on the podcast. We talked about it, though. But, like, yeah, we talked about the fact that why, like, there are good action film directors yeah. that he could work with. Yeah. Even though I think we brought up James Gunn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I know we did bring up James Gunn. Well, my, uh, yeah. Uh, was that oof. pre the... Yes, yeah, it was pre. Scandal. It was pre. It was pre, James. It this, was pre. This just happened. <laughs> it was pre. Yo, I was around when that James uh, Gunn thing happened at Comic-Con. Oh, oh hell, oh, bro. Oh, no. Boy. Woof. Uh, woof. My goodness. <laughs> oh, man. You know, people were people were people right. like upset or what? The thing is, what when it went down, mm-hmm. people were shocked at first, right? Because I mean, I hadn't heard the jokes. I yeah. just heard this thing, like because all the reports on the floor was uh, Disney fired James Con. Mm-hmm. I mean, James Gunn. And we're like, what the hell would he do? And then when the actual tweet started coming back, because you know, people were like, don't get me wrong, I'm like, yo, people grow over time. Right. Like this is ten years ago, people grow, but then when. When you was, read the tweets, was, when they when like some of the women started reading them out loud, I was like, "Oh my god, dude! Like this is." I, yeah, I, at some point, like you, not. Oh, they're not even jokes. Wait, it's like what? Now here's my question: <laughs> Did he delete these tweets already? He didn't. They were still. They were there. still on there. Oh. They were still uh, well, there. That's, that's on him. They were still there. See, I almost you delete. You got to delete. delete. You delete. Yo, the fir- you I delete. I, I was like the minute, but the thing is, dude, honestly. I have old scripts and old sketch videos that I'm in that I'm like, oh, I hope this gets scrubbed from the internet. Oh, it will never. It will never. <laughs> because there are things some things where I'm like, from I'm the like, internet, these are though. these don't look good anymore. No, no. People wait. People wait till you have to peak. <sighs> Kinda, People wait till you have to peak and just. 
It makes it does it, and I know I know this is like a weird thing to say, but it does make me nervous because I'm like, when you're young, and I mean, I, James Gunn wasn't young, but when he was in his thirties, he was in his thirties, he was in his thirties, and he should have known to delete those tweets. But like, you know, like when you when you do comedy, like yo, if people were like recorded improv sets, you know what I mean? Oh like, God, yeah, there's just like certain jokes that it's you say tough. that it's like, it, uh, you know. And also, my thing is the stuff he said. The stuff he said was just, I mean, that's. Again, like James said, those weren't jokes. I mean, I don't th- like. I, those are jokes. I'm not sure who you are trying to make laugh at that point. Like, and right. if you're trying to make some, if somebody laughs at some of the jokes he made, I would be very worried about if that was my friend. Because yo, the jokes I don't even want to talk about it. But some of the jokes are insane, dude. It's insane. It's like what? They're like they were like just they were non jokes. It was literally just like trolling. This is offensive. Yeah, like, it was, it was like, just trolling. Yeah, this is gonna be offensive. Well, anyway, I I mean, but I love James Gunn, so this is sad. It's it sad is that it like is. this is. It's sad that like every all of this has happened. That's uh, that's what's sad. I think is the whole thing. Well, <laughs> like, well, and, no, I'm not gonna break it into pieces. Like yeah. the whole thing is. Sad. Well, there is some good news coming out, not via James Gunn, but uh, Zazzy Beats. About to be in uh, the Joker movie. Oh. Don't know how she's Which going. Which one? Uh, Aren't there she, two? As, as Doc. She's going to be in uh, the, the Joaquin Phoenix one. The, the oh. one that should be good. Right. Uh, the Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, I guess there's just no... You can just be in whatever you want nowadays. Right? I mean, I mean, she's... In yeah, it, nobody seriously. cares. And, and it's like... It yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't I matter. Think. Anybody can do it. I my mean, sister guys, act can... Wait, what? Well, my sister act... What? What? Your sister? That acts? didn't even. What? Your sister? <laughs> Wait. What, what do you say? say? I'm saying what anybody can do about? it. Like my sister. Act. Okay, I see what you're doing. Uh, I'm against no, all of this. I don't see what he's doing at all. Well, my sister oh, acts. No, it, act. No, no, no. James, what he's doing is terrible. He's doing it, and he won't shut up. He won't <laughs> shut up. Whatever. She because performs. She performs like a lot. She performs a lot, and there are this and like and, and, this and, is, the, and the nature of the movies. Uh, even my terrible. sister act. This is terrible. <laughs> Nick, start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood said it. Wait, 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 wait. What, what song are you doing? It's I was trying to do a mashup of all of them, but I kept thinking of the one. <laughs> so I just kept going back. They used to sing that in my um, school. To take me away from my God. My God. Now, yo, I understand why this movie did so well. I was watching it right before this, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a family movie. But also, it's a religious movie. I'm like, it's a win-win. Oh, yeah. It's a win-win. It was Disney. Oh, this was Disney, too? hmm Wow. Wow. For Wait a minute, this is God. Disney's sister act? Wow. Wow. I'm pretty sure. I was reading this whole article that I sent to you guys. I don't know if you got to see it. It's crazy, the article. <laughs> Wait, I'm out of Google right now. <laughs> but um, yeah, sister act. That is the movie we are reviewing today. But before we do that, I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Jonathan Braylock. 
I'm Dra Milligan. And my name is James Lassell. Hey, can you can you speak up? We actually didn't hear you. Huh? What? You didn't hear me? Say no, that. no. You know we got to edit the podcast okay, ourselves now, so we got to make sure you get the audio right. I say it again. Are you talking on the microphone, or do you just? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm speaking directly into the mic. It's weird because you're crystal clear now. Wow, I don't understand what just happened. James. Okay, great. All right, so uh, we are a film review podcast. We review movies with leading black actors. Then we talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. Yup. Okay. So, white people don't get scared. Stay with us. Don't worry, it's safe. We're you know, safe. We're safe. we're safe. We're safe like Whoopi Goldberg and, and Sister Act. Yeah, we're safe. We're okay. Safe. So, um, uh, this, <laughs> <laughs> the, just so you know, this is the conclusion of our Whoopi Goldberg miniseries. Yes, I know there are so many Whoopi Goldberg movies we haven't done yet. The reality is she is a goat, like we said when we first started. Uh, this was actually the fifth Whoopi Goldberg movie we've we reviewed because we reviewed in this miniseries, The Color Purple. Uh, technically, we <laughs> reviewed uh, Jumping Jack Flash and Burglar, kind of, not really. And Burglar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and now we're doing Sister Act, but we already did Made in America, and we already did Sister Act 2. So yep. five, maybe even six movies uh, Whoopi Goldberg is in. But this is the original Sister Act, arguably her most successful film. Uh, it only cost $35 million to make, I believe. Yep. Uh, it... Gross 231 Crazy. worldwide. Crazy. Whoa. So it was a huge hit. Obviously, it got a sequel very shortly after. It was less than, it was a year later. Yeah. <laughs> and um and it has uh, a, a Broadway musical. Uh, I don't think it's on is it on Broadway anymore? Oh no, I don't think it's on Broadway anymore, but no, it was. I don't think so. This uh, would make a good TV show, I think, though. Uh and honestly, this is one of those properties that you you know they're gonna bring back at some point. I think it'd be a cool show. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be a fun show, a musical. Um, cool. And so this uh yeah, that's what we're doing. Whoopi Goldberg, I mean, this movie was iconic, but for our millennial kind of generation, Sister Act 2 was probably the one they're more familiar yeah. with. Which is just a year later, which is crazy. Right. So it's fun to review the original because I do think it's different in many ways. It, uh, yeah. I, I mean, uh, just the, the, the setup uh, is you have a, Ve- well, technically she's from Reno, but like, but uh, yeah, a Vegas singer, uh, kind of down and out a little bit. She, She's uh, the mistress of a crime boss of some sort. Um, she witnesses a murder, and then she has to go into witness protection. And the place that she's put in is a convent in San Francisco, Ooh. where she is a nu- where she has to become a nun. And during the course of becoming a nun, she also helps the the chorus of uh, the choir of this Catholic church that she's in. So, um, you know, very high jinxy. Very fun. Uh, I think that's all I need to do. Oh, I mean, and, and critics uh, appreciated it. I mean, it was considered a, somewhat of a a popcorn flick, but I think it has like seventy percent of Rotten Tomatoes. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty you good. know, it's like it was. It was like it was like. Oh, this is a delightful, fun movie. Um, and yeah, and that, I think that's all we have to say about it. Yeah. Before we go into initial thoughts, shall we? Sister Act. Yeah. Let's. James, you start. You, you don't I will start yeah. the initial thoughts. Um, Why are you so happy? <laughs> What'd you say? This mo- 
Wait, are you not happy? Are you not thrilled? <laughs> I shall stop. I, I shall begin the initial thoughts. Um, this movie's great. I love it. I love it so, 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 so much. I was I watched it. This is maybe the second time this year I've watched it. I was watching it just for fun. Um, and now I'm watching it for the podcast. It was great to watch again. Like, uh, it's just so funny. Like, just the, the, the opening sequences are so funny. Just the, the lounge sequence <laughs> scene is so funny. Um, and I think I talked about it. I may have mentioned this on the burglar episode because it's the burglar episode um, now. Uh, I may have mentioned this, but there's like this movie itself is like a great movie to look at if you're looking at Whoopi Goldberg's uh, trajectory in her career because she can balance drama and comedy so well. And like the f the first scene specifically when we see uh, uh, the crime happen and she witnesses it and how she reacts to it and everything like the, the tone of it is like so serious. Um, but like not in a way that feels hokey or forced or weird. It's just like a really cool scene. And it's great to like see her go from being so funny to suddenly being very dropped in. And, and, and I mean, she's dropped in and grounded the whole time, but like suddenly like it's like a very serious uh, moment. Um, so, I mean, I, I, you know, uh, I thought it's so good. It's great to see Bill Nunn's really funny in this. Um, and it's Who's interesting that? Who's to Bill watch. Nunn? Who's that? Uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, R Radio Rahim. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Should have just said Radio uh, Rahim, bro. He, okay, all right. The well, actor's but name is Bill Nunn. His Rest name in is peace. Bill Nunn. Rest so. in peace, by the way, Radio <laughs> Rahim. Yeah, R.I.P. Bill Nunn. Um, he's really, he's, uh, really good in this, and it's, like, fun to see him. Like, I, I think my, my, my memory of it as a kid was, like, he's, like, the set, he's the second lead or something of the movie, and he's only in, like, four scenes or something crazy like that. Um, uh, so that's cool. I mean, those, those are my initial thoughts. I think, I think Whoopi is, like, fantastic. She's such a good actress. She's so funny, and, uh, and this movie is, like, this movie is everything. You want to go next? Let me go. I go. Yeah, you go. I don't like it. Yeah, that's why I was gonna go. Yeah, last. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like. And the thing is, the movie's good. The movie it, is no diss to the movie, but like John said, oh my god, I oh grew up, my god, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. I grew up with like I know it was only one year apart, but I remember the second one. So the entire time I was watching this movie, I just wanted you to just watch the second one. The second one. I, the thing is, like, I didn't even compare it. I just didn't just, want to watch like, it. I, just I like wanted, the second one. I just yeah. wanted to watch the second yeah. one. So much so mm -hmm. that half of the... <laughs> I, like, first off, what I didn't realize in this movie... Like, the movie is really funny. So, mm -hmm. I, again, it, it's a fine movie. But I didn't realize it took so long to get to the songs, which also made me kind of mad. I was like, ugh. Yeah, because it's not, it's not really about it's the songs. It's not about it. Yeah. You could tell, Ooh. you could, you could, you could tell, you could tell, like in the second one, like, oh, people love the song. Yeah, yeah, the song. exactly. Like, yeah. The songs hit quick. Yeah, yeah, we got to get the song. We got to get that. We got to yeah, get that. It's all about is, the, all about the remix. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, this movie was fun. Like, don't get me wrong. I just, <laughs> I don't want to say I don't like it, but it's like, the, okay, for me in my life right now, the first one does not exist. I only know the second one, and I only need to know the second one. I only need to deal with the second one. Matter of fact, dog, at one point, I even thought about, man, can I get away with not watching this and just reference the second one? Because it felt like it kind of just... But yeah, it's fine. I just don't so need So much this. so that you feel the first one is a derivative of the second one. It, it's weird, dude. It's weird. I'm like... 
it was so funny because I remember watching the second one in theaters. Right. I remember leaving. I remember the kids dancing across the screen. Like I remember and watching that it. one was that one. I mean, this one is somewhat of a family movie, but that one was way more of a family movie. Like it wasn't yeah. even. There's no sex. Like like there, there's no sex jokes, even though the, the jokes are really tame in this yeah. movie. And like, but there's no like, there's no crime. There's no you know there's there's. There's nothing seedy about her anymore. It's just right. she's just kind of like a cool, funky nun. Yeah, know? yeah, basically. <laughs> I just helping I, out like inner city kids uh, sing. I mean, again and again, like I'm not dissing it. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I was just the entire time, man. I yeah, it was a, it was a tough watch, right? But it was fun. So James, you're right. I'm not dissing it. It was fun. Yeah, you know, I'm not dissing it at all. I'm it's, just saying it's funny. Like I. I do feel a similar way in that I like the second one more and it and I know it's purely because it's the one I saw first. Yeah. I was a kid. I love the songs. I love gospel music in general, so like it was even more like the second one soundtrack is just better. It's just like the it's just cooler. Like that joyful joyful Joyful, remix joyful, is so joyful, awesome. Yeah. It's so good. You know, it's so good. Um, joy, joy. Sorry, okay. So much and, uh, and uh oh what is it? Is oh, it Oh Maria? Or, no, oh, oh Happy Dave. Uh, Maria. Like the Maria song in this was like cool, but like all the other ones like they're fun, but they're not like they don't they don't make you you know, there was a there was a moment where when people were coming into the church, I kind of was like Really? <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, I mean, it's cool. Like, if I was in the church, I'd be like, oh, this is fun. But I don't know if I would come from off the streets into the church. So that was that was a little hard. That being said, man, Whoopi Goldberg shines in this movie. She and definitely it, it's does. It's really fun. And it's like, it, what an incredible... I, honestly, it, she's such an outlier in the scope of black actors to be able to be in these kinds of movies that really have not only have nothing to do with her race, mm-hmm. but she's pulling off these. She's like placed. It, it's like this movie was made for her, even though it wasn't. Technically, actually, I read that this movie was made for Bette Midler. That's, that makes sense. You know, that's who. Like, that makes perfect sense. And then it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, this movie was made for Bette Midler, and then Bette Midler, and then like it went through a bunch of different versions, and then finally Bette Midler dropped out, and then Whoopi Goldberg. Like was like actually I want to do this movie and they were like all right yeah let's get Whoopi Goldberg like she had you know she was like doing well she's doing movies doing a bunch of movies you know she has a name she I don't know if she hosted the Oscars yet at this point but you know Whoopi Goldberg was, was a star she was a movie star they were like cool we can get Whoopi Goldberg to do this um, and then it went through a bunch of more rewrites the person who originally wrote it like just finally quit and like put a um, what do you call it? a pseudonym. Uh, he uh, didn't want his name on it. Like he just didn't. He was like, "This is so beyond what I wanted." Um, and so, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like technically it's like written by Joseph Howard, but like Paul Rudnick is his actual name. Uh, so like <laughs> when the credits roll, it's like written by Joseph Howard, which is just a name that he made up. Um, but I but the 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 only thing I will say is that it did because I do I did love this movie. It's so fun. I'm I'm happy to talk about it. this. is great. But just in the context of this podcast, I was like, I wish it wasn't like all white nuns. Like I don't. It didn't have to be. Well, I, I thought about that when I was watching it. 
Um, and I was watching it with my friend, and she put up the same thing. But I went to a Catholic school my entire life mm-hmm. from, yeah, from kindergarten. Technically, my college was a Catholic school. But I, I have never seen a black nun. Like, at least not, I, I went to, yeah, so not from kindergarten. Yep. Not, not one. <laughs> uh, not, not one black nun. Right. Ever. And, but, cat, but Catholicism is really big in Latin America. So there easily could have been a Mexican nun or, or some sort of, you know, Latina nun, yeah. I think, personally. But that being said, whatever. It was kind of like, a, it was one of those things where you're just like, I feel like in a different, in a different era, they would have a little bit more diversity in the nun cast. That being said, I think they were just like, I mean, it's hilarious. It's like, it's just another thing to make her different. Yeah. So to have all of them being like these old white women, you know, like, oh, old white women singing yeah. Motown hits, you yeah, know? Yeah, um, Was just like, so, I mean, it's it's a fun movie, and I did like, and I thought Bill Nunn was, it's like Bill Nunn, <laughs> Bill Nunn had like a little action scene, which was cool. Like, he got to be, you know, a very, very, very tame Romantic interest. I mean, I don't even know if you could I mean, call it a romantic interest. I think in another script. Yeah, no. If it was enough, if it, you know, this I was kind of like one of those things where like Whoopi Goldberg was being sexualized a little bit, kind of. I mean, she talked about, but sex. She, but they like tamed it down. You could tell like the older scripts like had her like more into sex, and this one was like I don't know the politics of a black woman and you know talking about sex with like a white man like harvey Keitel, like i don't know you know so that they only have like one like or maybe two like pecks on the cheek you know what i mean like oh yeah that's right they didn't even really kiss at all even though they're essentially just having sex like that's their relationship yeah and that's, <laughs> and, that's, and that's why she's mad right um so anyway it's fun like uh yeah those were the things that kind of stuck out to me uh but let's you know let's let's go through it Oh man! Yeah. So I mean, we have to note this again, and for uh, newer listeners, we've realized that in a lot of comedy starring uh, black comedians, they will always have an opening scene with that character as a child. And oh like, yeah, we're kind of like we're like, what is this trend? And you know, one of our hypotheses is that you know you have to get the white audiences on this character's side right away and you're like look look at them as a child like they're just like you they were a human like look a kid they're cute they're cute and now this is them as an adult i don't like it i don't like <laughs> actually yeah, i didn't uh, think about yeah, that i don't think that that I, this scene felt i was thinking about that too while i was watching this it was like why there it we didn't need it didn't nope. need it at it's all funny. no well yeah it's we didn't funny, need it but we didn't need it at all it could have been completely cut, and the movie the movie would have worked without it completely. Like some of the other movies, like they like work it in. Like, look, they've always been this way. Like they've always had a dream of whatever. Right. But like, th- she's not even singing. She's not even singing in that scene. Like it doesn't even connect to what we see her doing as an adult. Like no, terrible. this this scene more than uh, than other ones. But we've noted it in like. Kevin Hart movie is is almost an every black comedy. Yeah, and and, and I just this one more than more than others. I'm just like the only reason you put this in was so that the audience could be like, oh, this poor this little black girl. Oh, she has a little attitude. Oh yeah, she got a little sad. You know, because it's like I guess that if anything, the the most that it does it establishes that she actually used to have a connection to the Catholic Church in one way. She went to Catholic Which school. I when guess she was we a, need it. 
but we don't, but it's like, ah, like, do we really, like you, you were saying, and we, we don't need it at all. If Bette the Midler, be, <laughs> we don't need it in any way. Do you think if Bette Midler was the star? You could start at her no. in the, in no. the lounge and it would work perfectly. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think you needed it. I, if Bette Midler was, I don't think it would have been it in It wouldn't there. have been in the movie. I don't think it would have been in there at all, <laughs> which is crazy to think about. Because uh, you wouldn't need, you wouldn't have needed to. Yeah, why? 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 <laughs> we, wow. Could, that could come up in another thing. Like, she can talk about, you know, when Bill Nunn's, like, putting her to the comments, she's like, no, I hate, ca- oh, my God, like, I used to be in Catholic school. You know, whatever. Anyway. Um, wow, so, I think about that. So then, the, yeah, the next scene, because it, it has her, like, being, you know, she's being sassy and making jokes and, like, you know, uh, I guess it's showing that she likes music because she's, you know, she writes on the board, like, the Apostle. references. Paul. She references Beatles, <laughs> Beatles and Elvis. And then Elvis. <laughs> Yo. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then they're like, you know what people like you grow up as? And then cut to her as a lounge singer, which is like... With nobody there. What? With nobody there. Uh, so, yeah, it's nobody... So yeah, the people who are there are not really paying attention. She's kind of like... She's just getting pissed off at the people looking at her. This what? scene is so funny. Jennifer Lewis is so funny in it. Um, yeah, Jennifer uh, Lewis is in it. All of that's the, the mom. All that's of a grandma the, from like, ad libs during the song were killing me. <laughs> at one point, she says something like, "You guys aren't even listening, right?" Doesn't yeah, say- she does at the very end. She's like, "It doesn't matter yeah. what I say to you. Yeah. It doesn't matter what I say." Uh, so I mean, nothing. Oh my goodness, I. Uh, it's so funny because. <laughs> Okay, all right. I'm, I'm not shading this movie. I'm not shading this movie. What I'm simply saying is, even at this Man. opening, I just kept thinking. <laughs> yeah, you know, the entire time, the entire time I'm watching this movie, I was like, oh yeah, because what I didn't realize, though, to be truly honest, I didn't realize how much the sequel kind of is a rehash of the same movie. Just instead, I mean, certain things are different, but how it starts off, she's still back as Las Vegas um, singer. Like, instead of her running from people, like, the, the nuns come in. And in my mind, I was like, I like, I like the nuns just randomly showing up better. <laughs> like, I just kept being the whole time. I was like, man, but, because, like, they shouldn't be there. And then, like, because in the second one, her show is her as a nun. And I'm like, oh, you know, it was way more fun. Whereas this one, you know what it is? This one, even though one came out in 92 and one came out in 93, visually looks so different. That this one I thought at one point was the eighties because it just looked sure. so old, like visually, like it looked grainier, it looked old. Uh, her hair was even more bigger, and then the second one just looks so polished and clean and pretty. Yeah, yeah. that looks like but they Disney. had more money. I think they, they had, had more, more money, money to make uh, that. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What, and again, um, it's not hating. I was just like, oh yeah, this is a noticeable difference of what's happening. Um, yeah. uh, so then, basically, we see that. She's dating Harvey Keitel. <laughs> yeah. And um, who is the scariest man alive? Is he still living? It he doesn't is. matter. He's no, terrified. He, yeah, he, he's, still, he's still alive. He's still alive. Harvey Keitel is terrified. It's funny because, like, in this, like I, just, I just thought it was so funny that they're, they were a couple. They just, they just don't seem like they would be a couple. Um, makes no sense. Like, like there's a no, like, <laughs> there was, like, no real sexual chemistry between them. At all, like it was just this weird setup of she of he's like ah you know I love you baby and she's like did you tell your wife you know about oh, yeah. me and he's like ah, she wants him to leave he's going to like you know and he then gave, he gave her he gave her his wife's coat which is 
Honestly, one of the funniest things ever. It's like, that's the shadiest thing a person could possibly do. Yo, her name is on the coat. <laughs> it's on, on the it. coat. Like, that, that coat scene. He doesn't even care. That coat scene was a perfect example of how Whoopi Goldberg makes something like kind of not that interesting into funny. something like really funny. Like she was like, you know, looking at the coat, like, I mean, a different type of woman, but she's smiling the whole time. Like yeah. looking at, like a different type of woman wouldn't accept this coat, you know, like, but I, let me just, let me just put it on. <laughs> is it, is this wife's coat? Her name. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I loved all of this. I mean, it's, it's interesting because like John said, we don't, focus on her race, which I think is kind of cool. We just focus on her being a lounge singer and the danger that she's kind of in. Um, she tries to leave the guy. Uh, she sees Harvey, T- Harvey Cattell kill someone. Um, it's just interesting because I think about everything that Whoopi has done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Whoopi is an EGOT. Like, she's an EGOT when her technically. She's got an EGOT. Uh, I'm going to say this. and uh, I feel like she doesn't get enough respect because I feel like when we think about legends when people talk about the legendary actors people will talk about Marlon Brando people will talk about you know people will talk about when it comes to comedy uh Robin Williams people will talk about uh you know so many famous people but I think when people talk about famous actresses or just actors in general she's never in your top 10 you know what I mean for her to have accomplished everything she has I feel like she's never listed as someone's like, we're talking about her because we review podcasts. But, how, like, listeners, think about it. How often do you really think about Whoopi Goldberg? Because she pops up every now and then and stuff. She was in Broad City, for goodness sake. So she's in the mix for, like, young people who shouldn't know who she is. But I just think something. Well, she's a talk show host now. True. So, like, that's. I think it has a lot to do with. I think it has a lot to do with that. And I also think it has a lot to do with, like, how. I mean, I don't know, but how she was able to, how she was able to expertly play both sides, right? And then she had done so much that, like, I don't know, like her focus changed. Like we talk about, we talk about the greats because they often like keep doing the same thing over and over and over, and they're undeniably the greats at that. But she did it. She she did so much that like. You know, she's an she is an egot. She is multifaceted. She is. If she walked into a room, you would be like, you would be like, that's Whoopi Goldberg. You would give her that respect, but you wouldn't give her like, oh, she is the greatest blank because she did so much. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. No, I hear what yeah. you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, yeah, I just, I, for some reason, I don't know why, but I was watching a, the documentary on on Robin Williams, and she's in it a lot, of course. And I'm just like, man, we all know how how dope Robin Williams was. We all know how great Gary Shandling is. But like, how often do we, even comedy-wise, how often do we talk about Whoopi? Because Whoopi's done a thing where her first role was a drama where she was nominated for an Oscar, you know, as a comedian, right. technically. And I'm like, I, I don't she, know. I mean, she's bigger than Gary Shandling. No, I, I mean, I just that's just his name. He was in the doc, too. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. So his name just popped into my head. Yeah. But it's I mean, like... Yeah, if Whoopi passes when she passes away, because uh, she will, because <laughs> she's human, um, is she? No, uh, no, she's not. When she does, she'll have a HBO documentary about her too. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that too. Like, like those two guys are dead, and like we're talking about them, and we're talking about their legacy. I definitely think that her legacy will be celebrated. Has uh, she gotten? Um, but. Like a, oh, a, a lifetime, achievement. lifetime achievement from anywhere yet? Nope. 
I mean, I, that's weird. That's a good question. Yeah, she should be getting definitely an Academy Award Lifetime Achievement Award. I mean, she should because they over one. Whatever. Right. I mean, she has won, but she deserves the best. She deserved a best actress one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah especially whatever. She should definitely get a lifetime achievement award for sure. Uh, um, so anyway, uh, continuing with the with the with the movie, uh, I like I like how quickly the plot ha- like it's like very quick. They you know she she goes and she's like I'm gonna give this coat back. She walks in. It's 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 filmed pretty well yeah. of 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 the. You know they're gonna shoot this guy, and they shoot him right when she walks in, and then she's you know runs away because she hears overhears them saying like if you know if she runs waste her <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah take care of her, and so she runs away. It's kind of like a comedic chase scene, uh, and then uh, and then she goes to the police, and that's where Bill Nunn is like, you know. Look, we're gonna put you into witness protection. You gotta testify against him. And at first, she's apprehensive, and then she's like, "Okay." And then he's like, "Oh, I'll put you where no one will find you." And then cut to, you know, Maggie Smith. And Maggie Smith, yo, first of all, we run into it. I mean, it's like she crystallized at a certain age. It's like I was thinking, she's she's stopped. (laughs) She's been, she's been like sixty-five for yeah forty years. Yes. I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, she just stayed the same age. Um, I don't understand. I truly don't understand it. Because this is 1992. She looks exactly the same in 1992 as she does in, like, 2008 in Harry Potter. You know what I mean? Like, it is insane. She just didn't change. <laughs> like, legit. I was watching this movie. And I'm like, damn, she looks the exact same as she was in Harry Potter. That's, like, 30 years later. <laughs> Good God, man. Uh, craziness. I uh, love... James, what's great. the name of the woman um, who was in Hocus Pocus? Kathy Jimmy. Say it one more time. Kathy Jimmy. Kath- yeah. Honestly, I love her. She's so funny. She makes me so happy. Uh, wasn't she on... Didn't she, wasn't she also on um, Living Single? I feel like she was, she was like the... She, I feel like she was like the wife friend on a black show at one point. Oh, and funny. I... Just loved her. Um, she was she was just in one of those. Uh, I think Medea Christmas or one of the. She was in one of the yes, Medeas we just yes, watched. Yes, yes, you're right. It was Medea <laughs> Christmas. Sorry, that's what it was. It was Medea Christmas. Oh my lord. Uh, so yeah, we were introduced to all these different nuns, different characters. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, this was great. I thought I really liked this. Having known these characters and known this movie for so long, I really like this sequence when she first goes in and like we just sort of see Kathleen and Jimmy waving at her in the crowd of like very stoic nuns and then she ends up sitting next to the really quiet one um the actress's name is Wendy McKenna and so like we see her but like you know the the camera doesn't quite focus on her and then the fourth character Mary Lazarus is just like scowling at her for some reason like (laughs) I, I like I even though, like, I guess that's pretty hokey the way that they did that. Like, it was interesting to see, like, they're just, like, we're just kind of hopping between these people and, like, we don't know who they are. We don't know why they're important, but right. we know we're going to follow them later. I yeah. I liked that. Yeah, and the scene between her and Maggie Smith, the initial meeting of, like, Maggie Smith kind of, like, clearly, like, not wanting her there, but then the fo- the priest is, like, like I, this is a good, you know. You're yeah. supposed. Oh my god! Actually, this is one of the funniest li- lines in the movie, where 
um, the priest <laughs> the priest goes, you made a vow. You made a vow to protect all ki- all kinds of people. And Maggie Smith just goes, I lied. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. There's so many moments like this from the from the nuns where it's like they're saying something that you're like, should they even be saying this? Like <laughs> she just said Yo. it so flat out and sincerely, like, I lied. I was just like, oh my God, that's brilliant. It was Yo. so funny. <laughs> she was good. Like I I mean, and also it's one of those cool things where you like, you know, like I grew up with I grew up with like Sister Kenneth. Sister Elizabeth was my like she was a principal and she was tough, boy. Okay. She was tough. She had, she had a hunchback and uh yeah, she was she, she was a lot. But the thing is what you realize after a while, she would always say, uh, if you did anything inappropriate, you have no cooth. Like that was her big thing, you have no cooth. But after a while you saw her like start to break just like Maggie Smith did. And so I honestly I thought how they how they treated the nuns in this movie reminded me a lot of the nuns who, because basically my elementary school and mm-hmm. kind of slash middle school, the nuns lived next to the uh, playground. So it'd oh, be wow. like the school, playground, and then where the, nun, the, the convent. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, man, if you went to see the rooms, it was just a white room, maybe like Mary on the wall and a bed. Mm. Wow. <laughs> man. Except for our nuns didn't have to wear uh, uh, habits. Habits, yeah. Yeah, I think most nuns don't wear habits. Yeah. It's just like a nice look for them. Hey, man, we had one nun who was young. I never forget. I was a little kid. I was like, she's pretty. I remember thinking, I remember thinking, hey, hey, now. That was a pretty nun. I remember thinking, hey, now. Hey, now. (laughs) I went to Catholic school in second and third grade, so I don't remember too much. Uh, But I do remember our. My teacher, who was a, I mean, must have been a nun, right? Because they were all like kind of nuns, yeah. the women teachers. And like, because we called her sister, I forgot her name. Um, and uh, I do know that later she got fired because she called uh, a, a black boy like a, a little monkey. <laughs> wow. And then I remember my mom being like, sister. She was like, I forgot what her name was, but she was just like, she always was saying crazy things. I don't think she meant to be racist, but she never knew when to not talk. Like, yeah, she probably I, didn't mean it like, wait, like monkey. She probably didn't mean it like that, but like, I do remember she did. I do. This is what I distinctly remember. She would tell us like, she would be like, <laughs> if you if you do like, I forgot what it was, but it was like, if you do this bad thing, I'm gonna chop up your fingers and mail them to you for Christmas. Good God! Wow. Wow. That is wow. horror movie she... level. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I did I mention I was in second grade? Where, wow. Where She's a Catholic school teacher said something like that, but then she was actually evil and actually doing those things. Like I think I've seen that movie. <laughs> yeah, so um these nuns were nothing like that. Wow. Um dude. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like this the plot of this movie is like fairly just mundane, like it, you know, like there's just little scenes here and there. The the choir is terrible. We see them like the choir singing; they're terrible. It's like little tiny jokes of just people just singing out of tune and yeah. and an offbeat and not knowing the words. And and then we see her like you know go in the in this room and she's like, "Where's the tell? Where's the phone? What is this? You live in the Stone Age." Like what? I mean, yeah. 
Also, I loved her blatant disrespect for them at first. When she's <laughs> also, I think like it's hard to, find, to believe a person would be this disrespectful. When she finally puts the habit on, she's at the table with them eating, and she hates the food. She's like, "This is terrible. What do you like? What do you people eat?" And she's like, "Oh, let's go into um, a day of silence, like starting from now until uh, sundown." And she just won't shut up. Like, this is, <laughs> it's such utter disrespect. When, when she's like. Maybe you should do fasting and the, the one nun tries to take the food away. She's like, no, I don't want to give it away. She slaps her hand. Like, what? Yeah, she was so rude. But I thought Also, it was her great. prayer, like, she starts off with the actual prayer. Yo, Which, why does yo, she agree to do that prayer? Why does she? It makes no sense. Which is like half. Was it the? I can do a prayer. She goes, bless us, O Lord, for these thy gifts that we are about to receive. It's the Pledge of Allegiance is what I, she does, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, and she's just like, uh, yeah, though I walk through the valley, <laughs> through, the, through the valley of the shadow of no food. <laughs> I will not be hungry uh, under the republic for which it stands. <laughs> Yo. Um, and then uh, there's that, like, scene where she, like, sneaks out of the house and, like, goes to a bar. I thought that scene, I thought... More could have come from that bar scene. Yeah, I thought they were going to get in like really yeah. big trouble. Like, I thought they, I thought something was going to go down in the bar. Right, that was going to be a a really that, big or deal. that they they were going to impress everybody with something. But neither of those things happened. Yeah, I guess she like right. Did a little but I dance. think I think like what we get from the scene is like we don't get a lot. We don't get a lot for sure. But I think what we get is like. We learned how Kathleen and Jimmy is a little into, like, she's a little into being a little secular, you know. Right. Um, uh, and, like, uh, and then I think we lean into, like, sort of the, the doughiness of, um, of uh, what's her character name? Nun number two. Anyway. But not yeah of 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 none number two um of, of sister, <laughs> sister Mary Robert we lean into uh uh like that but like yeah I mean I th- I feel like my general impression of the of the movie like like especially of like of moments like this it's like they were just like what are the jokes like what are the things like well that's what's what she I, gonna do like, right totally i mean that's dude if yeah. you read this article there's a huge new yorker article about the guy who wrote like the original screenplay for this mm-hmm. and that is basically he was like the entire process was just like these executive disney executives being like what if she does this or what if she does that like oh she should do this or she should do that but then also they're all she he was like they were all like white men um or and actually like uh, like apparently like m- most of them were Jewish and like he was like there's just a bunch of like Jewish white men in a room talking about <laughs> like nuns and like they knew nothing about anything and 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 that they um they said like some gross stuff like we have to make sure we have a nun that's you know uh, bangable really yeah they didn't a say bangable what? they I said bangable oh, they used bangable. a different word <laughs> wow. That wasn't bangable, but what could it be? <laughs> wow. Uh, What's the word that they said? <laughs> what is this? What is that? You know, they didn't want, they, they, were, they were like, oh, we don't want to do interracial, uh, we don't really want to show the interracial romance on screen. And like, so then they had like Bill Nunn and they, wow. they like kind of turned it down. They turned down like a lot of the sex jokes that the guy wanted originally to have because he was like, oh, it, 
real. I mean, even the guy who wrote it, though, I was like, oh, this guy is probably, I don't know about this guy either. Because, <laughs> wow. like, the idea that he had, yeah. the idea, like, he came up with the idea because he was like, why is it funnier to see a man in drag uh, in, like, a dress, but not a woman in a three-piece suit? Which is like, okay, well, maybe it's funnier to you because of your gender yeah, <laughs> stereotypes, but whatever. Like, let's move past that. And he said, um, he's like, oh, what would be funny, though, is to see, like, a woman, a very, like, secular kind of loose woman in uh, a nun, in, like, a, rep- you know, sexually repressed, like, kind of nun cover. Co- wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> Men are trash. <laughs> Yo, right. man, we're terrible. Like, that's where the initial idea came from. Dude, we're terrible. Uh, yeah. It's funny, like, it came to this, because it's like, it's like th- this it movie got Disney-fied, but I was like, actually, I think it's better that it got Disney-fied. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's like a much nicer film. Goodness, um, man. But, yeah, and then, and, then they, uh, uh, and then they have her, like, take over the choir, and she, you know, starts teaching them how to sing. It's like a fun, like, you know... Little thing they they sing that uh, Oh Maria Santa Maria whatever, um, you know. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy because like I mean we've already sort of touched on this already, but like that doesn't happen for an hour. It's true, right? It's it, and, yes. And I, it takes a long. And it takes a long time. The reason that it feels like the reason that it feels like doesn't that happen right away? Like isn't that what the movie's about? And I think the reason that that's what it feels like the movie is about is because. Of the sequel, like because (laughs) Sister Act 2 is so focused on the music, we we misremember what's what the first Sister Act is about, which is just this. Oh, this woman, (laughs) this very secular woman gets gets uh, stuck in a in a convent for three months. Right. And and then forms a genuine (laughs) relationship with those nuns. And then they both help each other grow. Yeah. It's like right, really more yeah. about that and less about like the music is like one of the ways in, but it wasn't the yeah. only way. Like, like they made a point of she, you know, um, helps them to reach out to the community in public, and and they do these. They turn the backyard into like a kids' playground, Which was really cool and to see. you know they're like hanging out with the youth on the street, and they're cleaning up you know the graffiti or making the graffiti into something else like they're 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 revitalizing the community which is what you would hope from a religious institution yeah that's kind of the idea behind it is that it's not just a place to hide and escape the secular world it's supposed to be a place of influence you're supposed to help better the world around you not just like kind of hide away which is what was happening and they they took a real thing that was happening in the Catholic Church, which is, you know, covenants closing down, and not there's so many less people joining the uh, sisterhood or the priesthood, and you have a world that is more and more secular, and so the Catholic Church became more and more kind of seen as archaic, and people were leaving, and there weren't yeah. as many people there, and so my school shut down. So, yeah, like, that was a real thing. And and it's cool. Like, the movie has a lot of, like, deep things that it doesn't really delve into. They're there. They're kind of, like, surface level. But it does – it adds enough richness to the movie that the movie is a little – actually, a little bit more meaningful than the sequel. But the sequel is just more fun. And, like, basically, the sequel took all of the – 
the fun parts about the movie, and they were like, let's just make it this. Yeah, like, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. But I, I, even this movie, I do think, like, it could have been a better movie. Like, it's possible for this to have been an even better movie than it was, but it was still really good and, and fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. And, yeah. like, you can kind of feel, like, now hearing, like, what the relationship was between the writer and I guess the project uh, as a whole, mm-hmm. like you can really sort of feel the battle with execs, right? Like, like from scene to scene. Like, I, I, as much as I enjoy this movie and and think that it's great, like I think that that is definitely a clear thing that's happening with each scene. Like, there is someone trying to make this movie. There are there are forces. That are each trying to make this movie another thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> it, it like, doesn't feel super yeah. cohesive as a like the script is clearly not. It doesn't have a, a super strong through line. It has a couple of different themes, and they're there loosely, but nothing that's like really kind of hammered in at the end. Yeah. But I mean, it was just but, fun, but and it doesn't random. Matter. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, like so much happens. I'm like, yeah, it was just a fun movie that you would put on and. If I saw it on TV, it would definitely be on in the background. Yeah. Because um, even their final song, because they sing the, the No Maria, they sing my, uh, like my, my God instead of my guy. Uh, and then there's like another song that's like played throughout the montage that I think is sung by them, but oh, we don't it? really hear it. I, I forgot what it was. It's so Motowny. And then the last one, what's the one that they do for the Pope? Wait, I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, it's definitely another Motown one. Oh man, I can't. I'm blanking. Um, it's 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 uh it's I will my follow him. it's my God again, and oh, then oh no, it's I will follow him. That's right. I will follow, follow him. him. <laughs> but I remember uh, all those songs. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's it, uh, it, 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 and the and they switch it. They do. They sing. I will follow him. Like sort of like. Uh, uh, it's like a chorus, like it's a like it's a choir song, and right. then uh, flip it. Right, and I mean that as a showstopper. You know, it doesn't even come close to joyful, joyful, <laughs> joyful, joyful. Look, we adore the, yo. Honestly, I mean, it doesn't even come close. But the fact of the matter is, joyful, joyful was in a competition. <laughs> they were like, yeah, yeah. You know, this was just not, the, that's not what this is about. This isn't this about. Isn't that. about well, because that's not you even know. the final thing of this. Oh, wait, is it? It is. It is. Oh, it is the final oh, thing. Yeah, she yeah it is the she final. She saved, they take her. But it's. But their whole, there's a whole so action scene that it, happens like, before. Is that oh, even yeah. an action scene? Isn't that even an action scene? I mean, kind of, right? No, no, it's silly. It's kind of goofy. Well, they, they, they guilt trip a person, uh, a, a, a pilot to fly them to Reno. <laughs> Dude. Oh, it's so funny. Bill that, Nunn- them guilt tripping that pilot is so funny. It's so random. <laughs> they just start praying and like what? They just, what? They st- I don't want to talk about this movie no more. It's so, it's so funny. It makes no sense. You're like, are they sinning right now? Like, is it a sin for them to be like doing this to this oh, poor man? Wait, like- I just remembered another joke that I really like because I was like. Uh, I I was smiling throughout the whole movie, but there weren't a lot of big laps. But there were a couple of big laps, and they were always on like a really subtle like one line joke. And the other one was when she's first teaching them how to sing. She um, tells the the quiet woman, she's like, "You can do it. Like just belt this out. You can do it." And she's like, "What if I can't hit the note?" 
And she goes, well, then you're going straight to hell. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Yes. I remember yes. that. I remember it's so that. Fu- and her, the look on her face is so funny. She's so scared. She's she so believes scared. it. Like, <laughs> And honestly, I was like, yo, yo this is honestly, real. It was great. It was great. Oh, uh, man, that was yeah. funny. Um, I used to believe stuff like that all the time. Like, I remember the Catholic school where I went to, almost everything you did. I remember <laughs> French kissing. If you got caught, like, using tongue, you were going to hell. It was like just fear put into you. It's, it's, it's truly really messed up. It was just fear, it's dude. It's truly really messed up. I thought, I thought like, French kissing was you're sex. You're going to hell. I thought, yo. You're going to burn for eternity. So, honestly, in light of that sense, chopping up your fingers and mailing them to you is not as bad. No, that's still bad. Nope. No, no, no. No, but she no, can't no, 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 do no. that. She doesn't have the authority to chop up your fingers. And she wasn't it going to. You, she says she was. No, but <laughs> she says she but was. making you think that that's what she's going to do, that's like, that's torture to I know, but no, you're making kids that. think they're going to hell. Yo. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and then, like, the end, I mean, like, you have this little, like, Three Stooges act going on with Harvey Keitel and his two goons. And they're so dumb, of course. Also, I, I always love when movies have, um, you know, gangsters who are only like, who only have like two henchmen. <laughs> you're you're not like, big. You're like, who is this like, you're guy? You're not a big guy. He's just, you're supposed to believe in this big crime boss, but he has literally two, two henchmen and one lawyer. <laughs> Oh, that's right. He had a lawyer. Well, yeah, and a cop. And a cop. And a cop. There's a cop on his that's payroll. That's true. There's a cop There's on his payroll. on his payroll. When Bill Nunn just comes in and punches that cop and says, we found the, How do you we found the leak, boys. And, and literally everyone just goes, okay. How did he know it was him? Not, not enough happens. <laughs> not enough happens for this to, for it to justify him just punching the guy. I was like, wait, did I miss Not enough guy? happens at all. <laughs> Just cool. punches cool. him and tells the other people to lock him up. But there's, there's, there's no. He's not the chief. He's not the head, right? Like it didn't seem no, that way. No, he was just he a was detective. Just another I detective. Watching, I've watched this scene so many times, and I've gone, and I, and what I, what happens each time is, I write for myself lines that he's saying on the phone. <laughs> so, so we, because we never actually. See that cop do anything wrong? We never do. <laughs> Yo, we, how does he know? We never see him do anything wrong. We see him like look through it and notice that there's a donation made to the church. Mm-hmm. That's it. And we see okay. Harvey Keitel so, like, get should... a phone call. Oh, you do right. see that? But we don't. But we don't see him. Nope. We don't see him. We, we don't see him make the phone call. And I always write lines for him being oh, like, yeah. "Oh, you know." Dolores is at the thing, but we never see. And Bill Nunn never hears anything. He ne- like. Well, here's the There's thing. There's no I, reason for him to do I, that. I, the, 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 the filmmaking of it shows that he is the bad guy because he sees the thing. We know there's a, a mole already. He yeah. sees the thing, and then Harvey yes. Keitel gets the phone call. So we, the audience, know. But then the only thing that happens is Bill Nunn is coming back upstairs, and the guy goes, oh, I thought you were went away. And he said, I forgot my keys or something like that. No, right? That makes sense. He just says, I forgot something. And the guy goes, oh, okay, I gave the pay stubs to, I gave the things you're supposed to sign to this other dude, whatever his name is, Kent, let's just call it. I gave it to Kent. And Bill Nunn just looks up like 
wait a minute. And it doesn't make <laughs> any sense why he would think it be- that Kent taking that means that he was figuring. It, hey, you don't even nope, know that nope. he figured you know it out. You know what? Nope, that's not true because Radio Raheem knows how to deal with the police. He knows that's what true. the cricket, like, Radio Raheem was in Brooklyn, baby. He knew when cops were messed he's up. Not, he knew what Gerard, was going Gerard. on. Huh? Wait, Gerard, okay, Gerard. What? He's... He's not, yeah, he's not playing Radio Raheem uh, right now. Uh, wait, wait, first off, I didn't say he was playing Radio Raheem. He is Radio Raheem. Yeah, you know what I mean? All right. So then, uh, and then they kill, they, he, uh, Bill Nunn says today, he kills, he doesn't he shoot Harvey? Oh, he doesn't kill Harvey. No, no, he, he just shoots him yeah. in the arm. No, he, he shoots him in the, in the arm. Because um, all the goons don't right. want it. There's also yeah. a very funny. There's a very funny thing that's happening where they're like, "We can't shoot her. She's a nun. She's a nun." <laughs> like, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> that's really funny because they will go to hell. Um, uh, I feel like we haven't been talking about how funny this movie is. This movie's really. It is funny. funny. I, I said like it's, the, I I was smiling the whole time, but I I try to call out the times where I laughed hard, but there there weren't too many times where I laughed hard. It was just like there's fun things. Like it was just a fun setup where it's like you have. Whoopi with these old <laughs> white nuts, and it's just funny. I laughed hard a lot. I laughed hard a lot. It's like um, I can't go through all the moments because we've already talked about the moments, but they're so funny. I think like I, I it's so fu- like when when she's uh, when the camera's on her and she tries to hide behind the baby. That part is so funny. Like honestly, as you talk about these things, I don't, I don't even remember. Like I don't, I think, <laughs> yeah, the, like, I her hiding around the baby was. Yeah, but you, but you don't remember it because you prefer the sequel to this movie, and so you weren't even. This like, movie is funnier than the sequel. I mean, it, it, it may you listen. I am not saying the movie's bad. You're probably right. Yeah, yeah. But this is not the one. With Lauren no, Hill, I, here's the, here's the Jennifer thing. Love Hewitt. I, I agree with you. I like the sequel better, but I like the sequel better because of the music. Because the music is so good, I think maybe because I can relate. And I like to the kids, too. and I, I think I liked, yeah, yeah. I like, yeah, I think I related to the inner exactly. city kids and the thing. Of course, it's just a different vibe. You and like those characters more. You great. feel more, and and actually, I surprisingly enough, I think the sequel has more feeling and more heart to it. You care more about them winning this competition than you do about the covenant staying open. I didn't, honestly, I didn't even know that was a thing. It's it's barely a thing. Oh. It's a thing, but like I said, because this movie was written by 70,000 people and the script kept getting passed yeah. off and there were so many notes, like you, it's not yeah. a driving force. It's just a thing that's Something happened. that I completely missed, something that I completely missed literally every single time I've seen this movie is the thing that, that, he, that tips him off, the thing that, that uh, he makes the mole cop Right. Learn where she is is the like the donation money, yes, the donation. which like I which it which is like a major which is the reason they even let her do it right. is because of this donation. Yes. But like the only way that it comes back after that one scene where it's mentioned once <laughs> is we just see a receipt for the donation. Like it doesn't, we you know, and like we see that the scaffolding is down. Like we see that the the church is getting better, but we can easily attribute that to. The outreach that they did, you know, we can easily attribute that to that and not this whole other thing. So, yeah, so they definitely like they definitely drop important things like that for sure. Yeah, there's it's fun. There's warm, fuzzy feelings in it, but there's more there's more stakes. And I I care about the plot more like the plot, the 
the second movie, there's a more cohesive plot. Yes. And this movie, there's like, you know, I guess the plot is that she's just trying to not die. <laughs> like, which, which is so crazy. And it's just like, whatever. I mean, she's not going to die. Of course not. Like, yeah, but it's just funny because the sequel <laughs> did so bad. The sequel yeah, did yeah. terrible. The sequel didn't do well. Oh, it did worse? Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, it made... Not did worse because this one, the first one did amazingly. Yeah, I mean... It, it did bad. Sequel, I think the budget was like 38 and it made 57. Yeah, and it didn't... It wasn't released Ooh. worldwide, which I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand how you make 91 million for the first movie and then not release it internationally, the second one. That doesn't make but sense. But also, though, we just said that they had more money to make the second movie, but they essentially made it for about the same money. Yeah, just a they little didn't bit even, more. They didn't even really put that much more into it. I wow. mean, it was super fast-tracked. That This movie came out, the sequel came out the next year. Which is insane. Oh, I don't even know absurd. how. I mean, that, like, went, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, whatever. Uh, all right. I mean, you know, I... I, I just want to talk to Hollywood. Yeah, and talk not to even Hollywood, just, not I even, guess. I mean, I don't even know if it's Hollywood. I, let me just talk to the ether out there. I just want to talk to the world. <laughs> to the ether? Yeah, because I don't even know. I don't, I don't know who I want to say this to, man. It's like, I just want people to put some respect on Whoopi's name, yo. Talk I, to Hollywood. No, but, this, but, my thing, but my thing is, Hollywood technically get the reason, I, the reason I'm difficult is I feel like she, 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 got the, she, got the, she got the accolades from Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Yes, she could get an honorary Oscar, but she won an Oscar. She won a, she won a Grammy. She won a Tony. She won an Emmy. Like, she did it. So, like, technically, Hollywood did do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but the industry you know, did. They, they, the Mark Twain. Mark Twain Award. I mean, like, she, like, they gave her the respect. But I feel like people... We don't talk about her enough. So I'm kind of happy, like, John pushed to do this. Like, we need to talk about Whoopi more because... I, Whoopi was a dark-skinned black woman with dreads, yo. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she crossed the line that she... And the thing is, Whoopi never lost her blackness. It was never a thing if she tried to hide who she was. She never tried to... Uh, she never tried to, quote-unquote, sound white to appease anybody. Even when I go home visit my mom and I watch The View, she is still fighting the good fight that she always has done for decades now. And I just wish people would remember... Where she came from, like, 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 yeah, like you said, yes, she's a talk show host, but Whoopi's more than that. Like, Whoopi's an activist still. Literally, Whoopi's an activist. Whoopi still acts. Whoopi is a comedian, a comedian who held the same stage as two legendary white guys. You know what I mean? Held her own for years. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what we could do. Like, I don't know whether or not we need to. Uh, uh, we need, we need like a, a black Tarantino who we can take. Uh, our legendary black actors and actors of color and just, like, rebrand them again and make them back into the spotlight. You know what I mean? I just would love to put her in a movie where you remember how great she actually is. Mm-hmm. Like, when I saw her, and, I mean, of course, she only made it, she makes cameos every now and then, but it would be so damn funny. Yeah. Like, I just want, I want to, Whoopi needs to be in something we can just. What, what do you want for Whoopi? Because. Do you I want think people, people respect. I, her? I, I, I think I think if we went around mm-hmm. in the com- and we went to the New York comedy mm-hmm. scene and even talked to the black actresses, mm-hmm. black comedians, how many, how many people you think they're gonna say Whoopi Goldberg inspired them? Or even well, when they talk about their list, or if they talk about their list of five comedians, mm-hmm. would they say Whoopi Goldberg? I can say it as a as a black guy, like I know it would be, but I only really remember Whoopi because my mom is so, like my mom is a Whoopi fan, mm-hmm. and my thing is I want people to list her. Like she has comedy specials, she is out there. I want I want her to be an inspiration, and I'm pretty sure she is. But I yeah, personally don't like hear Nicole people. Nicole Byer t- talked about. Her. Oh, does she? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I just feel like I don't hear people talk about her enough. That's all. 
and I'm talking about, I'm talking about comedians. I'm talking about like yeah. actors nowadays. When I hear about people who inspire, not just movie. comedians, actors. Yeah, I mean, too. Yeah, a, actors she's too. a bona fide movie star. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like you never hear about her on these lists. I, you, you, when you know these those top ten actors, the the, the roles that change cinema and stuff like that. Seely, come on now. So you're talking about you're talking about like the the the. The, the blogosphere, like the like the vultures, like the yes, I want you I want, want those lists. You want those like the 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 people who are writing articles about culture. Yeah, they need to write I, more about Whoopi. They, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna yo if, if you're gonna talk about fucking Citizen Kane, mm-hmm. which yes, it's a good movie, <laughs> or or The Godfather. Or the, or the, okay, you know what I mean? Like you're telling me you're not gonna put right. the color purple in that list? Like don't get me wrong, Godfather Two is definitely one of my favorite movies. Yes, I like Godfather 2 better than Godfather 1. Uh, Godfather 2 is one of my favorite movies. But if you're going to talk about Sonny, you got to... See, Lee, bro? You're, tell, right. you're telling me the lines from that movie. You're telling me... You're telling me... Uh, uh, oh, my goodness. The, the line of, you show is ugly. That li- you remember these things, even if you don't know what movie it is, and it's never on those lists. Whatever. I don't even know what I'm expecting. I, I don't even know what I'm expecting anymore. I don't even know why yeah, I even... You're, you're preaching to the, the choir. Why? There's no. Why? Why do you stare? James, he just stared at me. <laughs> he said it and stared at me. Right? Stop looking at me. Why? Are you Sorry, stop? I was just back in the habit. Okay. What are we doing? What are we? <laughs> Is this a new thing? Are you going to continue what? this? You don't I, like my uh, sister act? All right. Okay. Uh, oh, you guys, wait. You guys. <laughs> you guys, wait a minute. Wait. Something I realized. I realized something. What did you realize, James? Yeah, I realized something. This is so, jerk. <laughs> so Sister Act, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. We just reviewed it. Sister Act is the first there's Sister Act, then there's Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Yep. Right? We, yep. We were talking about that one, too. Okay. So so I realized something. There's no Sister Act 3 yet, and there's got to be a Sister Act 3. Why is that? Because why look, there this, have to be? this is a very. Th- there has to be a sister act three because because these movies are fire. Okay, they are. A- yeah. And as we've and as we've already learned, the sequels are 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 better than the original. James, right? What, what just, get, it just keeps getting better. What are you getting at, James? Right? It just keeps getting better. So, in Sister Act, right? She pretends to be a nun. You know, she goes to the she goes to the to the synagogue or the church or whatever. Right, James and. And while she's there, right, she, you know, figures out how to bring the the whole community closer to God, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. So in Hancock, we realize in the second part that they are like gods or whatever. You can call them gods. You can call them whatnot, right? Sister Act 3, she goes back into the habit, okay, and then Hancock shows up, boom! All right, and it's like, oh snap! You're like a living, you're like Wait, a living James, God. You're like James. a, you're like a, you're like a living. You were heard like of so God. You were heard to start praising Hancock. Hancock. Figure, no, she doesn't praise Hancock. They they join forces, okay? And then they, and then it's a music, it's a musical. It's a musical. It's like a Hancock. It's like a Hancock musical. Hancock you know, the musical. Hancock. Yeah. Sister, wait. So this movie is called Sister Act Three: Colin Hancock the Musical. James. Thank, yes, James. exactly. You get Lin Manuel Miranda to write the lyrics. Oh my god. James, thank it's you. It's gonna be fire. 
You know what I'm All talking right. about. So it's time for the cause. Thank you. We rate and review films not based on how much we liked the film, but on the metric of how much did this film help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. That is our cause. We yep. want more diverse roles, leading roles. Not yeah. no tokenism. Nope. Not no supporting characters, side characters. We want them leads, baby. Yeah. So if the film fully helps the cause, we give it a black fist. Oh, yeah. If it somewhat helps the cause, we give it a white palm. Eh. And if it helps the cause, it doesn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. So on the count of three, we're going to rate up our rating for this movie. One, two, one, two, three. Black fist. Black fist. Black fist. Uh, as, a person, as a person who shaded, I go first. Again, the movie is great. The movie is, is awesome. And I think literally the only reason I, I don't like it is because I just saw the... And I don't like it. I just saw the second one, so I just have yeah, a fonder like, memory yeah. for the second one. You, you, you're like, I, I want a hero happy day. Yeah, it's like it's just different vibes. Um, but yeah, this movie made so much money. Whoopi Goldberg did... Whoopi Goldberg sold this movie herself. When you look at the post, I looked at the poster... Is Whoopi Goldberg with some shades on, like she did this. You know what I mean? She did it. It was great to see a black woman do this in 1992, which I'm starting to realize was the golden era of black cinema. I'm starting to feel like the 90s. Um, and again, like, and, and, and this is not to say that not focusing on race is good. Like, I love that she's a black woman, but I do love that she was in this movie and she was able to lead it and not have to worry about the issue being her skin color. Right. You know what I mean? Like, again, we talk about this all the time. No matter what happens, we live in America, we will always deal with our skin color, but that, just, that doesn't define us, and that didn't define her in this movie, and that was very cool to see. So, yep. Oh, oh, and we didn't talk about it, but um, uh, what is the actress's name? She was the mom in Baby Boy, but also she was in House Party, the original. She's one of the uh, young black girls who he talks to, and, you know... The girl starts coming to church and start dancing. I just, I noticed her when I was watching it at the very end. I was like, oh, snap, this is that woman. Um, so, yeah, so it was great. Cool. I mean, uh, yeah, I gave it a black fist because it is clearly a super successful film. It showed the versatility of Whoopi Goldberg, but it also showed white America. Hey, Whoopi was one of those black people in the 90s that they were like, oh, yeah, black people are cool. They can be in movies and stuff. You had, you had Whoopi. You had Will Smith, you had Sinbad, you know what I mean? You had these black actors who could also do comedy, and they were just bona fide movie stars, which was great, and we need, you know, we want more of that. Uh, um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Black Fist. Yeah, I gave it a Black Fist for all the reasons everybody else gave it a Black Fist. You know what I'm talking about? Because this movie's great. Whoopi's great, and she's great in the movie. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why you're talking. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg is the goat. She is the greatest of all times, with a Z at the end, because it's all time. You know what I'm talking about? Now Z <laughs> elevates it to a to a new level. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's she 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 in this movie in this movie in Sister Act. Mm-hmm. We ain't talking about Sister. We ain't talking about Sister Act two. We talking yeah. about Sister Act. Right. Okay, this is the original. Okay, mm-hmm. and without this, there there can be no follow up. 
Mm. You know what I'm talking about? You need one to get to the other, and this is that one. She crushes it. Okay. She crushes it. Okay. Why are you whispering? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Before you go, please know that if you rate and review us on iTunes, if you give us five stars, we will read your review on the air. Um, So please do that. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Black Men Podcast. And you can go to our website, blackmenpodcast.com. Uh, to check out more deets, follow me personally or at at j o n b r a y l o c k at John Braylock. That's my stuff. What you guys got? Uh, you can follow me at Gerard Milligan um, on Insta. I haven't actually been on Twitter in a while. Okay. So yeah, just find me on Insta. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you like stuff. I mean, I like stuff, but I don't be like I don't. Even, I haven't retweeted anything I in a while. Been on it. <laughs> what? This nigga, James, <laughs> James Co. You can follow me at James Third Comedy. Uh, James Third Comedy. Dot com. Third is three. Brd. Oh damn, he cut you up. I knew it. I knew it. I was. I was. I was. I was doing like a three rd. I was trying to encourage. You know what I mean? Didn't feel That's how many it was. Three rd. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, James Third. <laughs> three rd. All right. Uh, cool. We got some reviews. <laughs> These are very simple. Uh, wait, did I read these yet? Oh, wait, I think I read this one already. Uh-oh. <laughs> right, because I read the one, yeah, Believe in Hancock, the cinematic universe. Enough of that. Uh, all right, never mind. Um, what are we doing next week? Are we going to do, um, are we going to do Equalizer 2? I feel like, yeah, it's a lot of new movies out. I mean, like, we got The Rock we got and we Sky's, got Denzel. Yeah, but I mean, Equalizer 2 is doing better. Yeah, I'm down to I'm down to watch Equalizer two. But well, we never I, reviewed Equalizer one. Have we not? I don't think so. I mean, why would we have? I think that's all right, though. I think I think we can just jump into the Equalizer two. Yeah, let's just jump into it. I can I know y'all hate on it. I kind of want to see skyscraper. Skyscraper. Do you want to well. review skyscraper and Equalizer two? I mean, I would be down to do both of those movies. Yeah, I'm down. So should we do skyscraper first? Yeah, because it came out. Because it came out first, and probably out of theaters first. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> we we definitely lost the jump on that. I know we did. I mean, well, you know what it was? I did. It's so crazy because I remember seeing Trailers for it, and I just didn't know it was out. I just, okay. I didn't know it was out until it was out. It was just last weekend. I think. Well, it was hard because that came out the same weekend as Sorry to Bother You. Oh, uh, well, and, and the indie did better. Yeah. Wow. Well, Sorry no, to bother you. Well, doing, no, I mean, the indie I mean, didn't I mean, do it better. do better, but, 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 but. I mean, in terms of the how much it costs the indie to make yeah. it and how much, maybe. I don't know. Um, all right, cool. We'll figure it out. You guys tweet and let us know what you want to hear. Um, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>